Yuma Daftun Ches, nine lines from the bottom of Nunzayin on the base, Zakta Gemara, Iridama Parat, Hiptama Sar. The Mishnah stated that at the point after we did all the Hazayis of the Par and the Sar in the Kaidish Kadashim, as well as the Kain Gadol doing the Hazayis of the Dama Par and the Dama Sar in the Kaidish, he went and he would mix up the Dama Par and the Dama Sar. He pour one cup into the other and mix it very well. In this way, the Dama Par and Dama Sar now are combined together in one cup. Zakta Gemara, Tanan Commander Amma, Ma'arvin. That you see from our Mishnah that we're going like the Mandaman that holds, that we mix up the blood of the par and the sar prior to going and doing the application of the dam onto the Kronis of the Mizbeh Chaplimi of the Mizbeh Chazov, which is going to be the next Mishnah that's going to discuss that that's the next part of the Abedah of the Kayin Gadol Anim Kippur. Did it map? Because we learned that there's a machlekes between Tanoim. Rabbi Yeshiv, Rabbi Yenison, Chadam, and Ma'avin, one of these Mandaman hold, they actually go and mix up the blood of the par and blood of the sar prior to going and applying that blood to the current of the Mizbech HaPnimi V'chad Amar Eim Arvin and one of these Mandarim hold that you don't mix it up prior to going and placing it on the Kronis you mix it up right after that So Gemara to stand the Rabbi Yeshihu the Amar Arvin I'll bring you right that Rabbi Yeshihu is the Mandarim that holds that you mix up the blood of the par and the blood of the Sar before you actually go and place it on the Mizbech HaPnimi now the Ikra Yisoy that we have to understand before we start the next piece is that the Machlekes over here is that the Pasuk says about placing the blood on the Mizbech it says V'lokach midama Par, umi damasar, you should take from the blood of the par as well as from the damasar, and you should place it on the horns, on the chronics of the mizbech around it. So the basis of the machlekes between Rabbi Yeshe and Rabbi Yenison is that the one that says you are ma'ar of it before you place it on the chronics holds that it says midama par, midamasar, it means that you have to dab the dam of the par and the damasar together as one group and then you place it on the chronics of mizbech. However, the other mandama says when it says midama par, midamasar, it means you first do from the and then you do from the Damasar, but they're not actually Mu'ur, they're not actually combined together. And now the Gemara says, in order to prove that Abiyashi is actually a Mandama that says that you actually combine the Dhamma Par and the Damasar before you place them on the Karnas Hamizbech, is going to be based on another Machlekes that we have between Abiyashi and Abiyashin, which is relevant to the Issa of being Mikal of Vimai. The Pasuk says, Benigaya Mikal of Vimai, Ish Ishashi Kal, Es of the Esimai. So the Gemara over there learns in Sanhedrin that Abiyashi says that from there you're only know that someone that curses both his father as well as his mother because since it says S of it means you're cursing both your father and your mother and Rabbi Yeshe over there says that the only reason why we know that even if you curse only your father or only your mother that the din would be that you'd be Chayim Misa is based on another Pasuk that's brought over there however Rabbi Yechelen over there argues and he says that we don't need that extra Pasuk because Rabbi Yechelen holds that the only time in the Torah that we say even if it says the word V'es that it means that it has to be done together is only only, for example, when it says the word Yachtav, so for example, when the Torah says, and since it specifies over there the word Yachtav that's together, therefore we learn that it's an Issa of Chaim to go and plow a Shar and a Chamar together as one. However, over here, it doesn't say the word Yachtav, and therefore the Friyab Yechna means that you now curse your father, and there's another Issa that you now curse your mother, even if you're cursing them separately. And therefore, the same thing would apply. Since it says, even though it doesn't say the word Yachtan, we would still mean that it has to be that they're joined together and they're mixed together and therefore the blood of the par and the blood of the sar were mixed together before they were placed on the Kronis. That even in case where it doesn't say Yachtan but it has a Vav Achibor, so we look at the Vav Achibor, the Vav tells us that these two things should be together as one group. But Zakimura, I feel Maybe we could say that the Ba'adama that says that you may Arvin 
before you actually place the blood on the kronis, you go and you mix together the dama par and the dama sar. That could even be going like Rabbi Yenison. But shani hacha dechsev achas. Just like we know, Rabbi Yenison said that when the pasuk says yachtav, it's telling us that it has to be together. Here also, b'negeah, going and placing the blood of the par and the sar on the kronis from his bech, it also says bechipa aron al kronis of achas b'shana. It's being done at one time. So therefore, by the fact that it says achas b'shana, it's almost like it says yachtav that you should take the dama and the par and the dama sar and be ma'ar of them and mix them together in order to go and be makayim this pasuk that says it should be done achas b'shana. So at this point, the Gemara is unsure which is the man that says ma'arvin lekronis and which is the man that says a ma'arvin lekronis. But the Gemara says tanya d'loikeshinu, and we have a brayso that's not like the response that we want to say that the brayso could be Rabbi Yenison, but we have a first brayso that says that Rabbi Yishi is the man that says that ma'arvin lekronis, as the brayso says, v'lokach midamim par midamasar, that you should take from the damim par and from the damasar sheyiu muravin diver Rabbi Yishia, that they have to be mixed together and they have to be that the damasar and damapar amurv prior to going and place them on the kronis, Divir Rabbi Yesha. These are the words of Rabbi Yesha, and therefore it's clearly telling us that Rabbi Yesha is the man that says they are it before you place it on the kronis. And we continue on Daphnum Chasim and Alf, Rabbi Yenison Ayman, Mizebifne Asim, Mizebifne Asim, Rabbi Yenison says the Matonis Anamus Bechazov happen with the Damapar by itself, and then you do with the Damasar by itself. So Amal Rabbi Yesha, Rabbi Yesha says back in response to Rabbi Yenison, it says they only do it one time, so it seems Mefurish that you have to only do one Matana on the Mizbech, Haprimi on the Mizbech Hazov, and therefore it seems clear that you have to mix together the Dama Par and the Dama Sar. Amal Rabbi Yenison, Rabbi Yenison responds back to Rabbi Yesha, he says, but the Pasuk says, it says it should be done from the Dama Par, and then it should be done from the Dama Sar. It's Mashmur, that's two separate Dama and they're not completely together because otherwise it should say, by the fact that it says the word, Umidam, it's mashmur that they're not together and they're not mixed together. Why does it say the word achas? Not to tell you that it's only one time that you actually make matonis on the because in the you do matonis on the on the damapar and then on the damasar separately. But achas achas telling you that you only do one time the matonis for the damapar and only one time for the damasar and not twice. So what would be a habit that you would actually go and do two matanis on a mizbeach hazav both for the par and for the sar? Of course, every avoid has to be done only once. And he says, Yesh loima, the mayor could go and shenishpachta on my par, behavi achash lo yaskel elin makish repasak. That Agamor is talking about a very specific case where the kain gadol goes and he goes and does the actual matanis of the par. And then afterward, the blood of the par spills out before he completes the rest of the avoidness of the par. And we know the din is that the kain gadol actually has to do a shechita on another par in order to complete all of the Avedis. but you might think that you have to go and do the Matanis on the Mizbech Hazov another time with the Dam of this new par, Kamash Blon, you only do it once and not twice and you continue from after this point and then you continue with the Avedis further. The Gemara continues, Tanya Ida, we have another Brisa similarly which is going like Rabbi Yesha, the Lok Bidam and Param and Damasar, Shimurav and Zebazah, they have to be mixed up before you go and do the Matanis on the Mizbech Haprimi and the Brisa is, Ata'ima, do you say Shimurav and Zebazah that they're mixed up together, the Dam and Param and Damasar before before you do the matanis on of or maybe you say you do two separate matanis. You do the matanis of the par, and then you do the matanis of the sar on It says you only do this one time a year, and therefore you see that's done when they're already combined together. And the dama par and dama sar have matanis done on the at one shot. The stomach rabbiyesha, and therefore this brisa is a stam brisa like rabbiyesha. The Mishnah continued and said after we 
mix up the Dama Par into the Dama Sar and now they're mixed up together, Vinasan Samalibarekan. And the way we explained these words when we learned the Mishnah was as the Maskan Sakamar will be, which is as follows that originally you had the Dama Par in cup A and you had the Dama Vasar in cup B. And then as the Mishnah said, Iridama Par will take Damasar. You took the blood which was in cup A, which was of the Dama Par, and you poured it into cup B into the Damasar, and now the Dama Par and the Damasar are mixed together. And then afterwards, now you have cup B, which has all of the blood of the par and all of the blood of sar, while cup A is completely empty at this point. And then the mission says that you go and take the full cup, which is cup B, and you pour it back into the empty cup, cup A, and now all of the blood will be in cup A. And the reason why you do it, as the Gemara will explain in a moment, is Kedela Avinyafa, in order to make sure that the Dama and the par and Dama sar get mixed up very well together. So our Gemara starts, during the regular time of the year where Kayan was doing that void in the base of Middash, and he goes and accepts the blood from a behemoth and he accepts it in a cup but that cup was within another cup so you had cup A within cup B and you makabal the actual dam in cup A but the Kayan is actually holding in his hand cup B so the Gemara's question is as follows do we say that even though they're both cups it's still going to be a chatzitza and Rashi says therefore the kabbal sadam was not with the Koyin, because he's not holding in the actual cup that the blood is sitting in. Or do we say that not considered chatzitza, and therefore it's as if the Koyin is holding cup A as well. So Amalei, Rav Chisra responds to Rav Bacham, and he says, Tanisu, we have a riot from our Mishnah. It says, that you place the full cup into the cup that's empty. My love, the Gemara's Havamin is, he took the Mizrak, which was full of the blood of the power and the Sar, and now he placed that actual cup into the cup which was empty and as Rashi points out since the Pasuk says the Lashon Lekicha as it says and therefore this Lekicha has to be that you're holding the actual Mizrach and by the fact that the Mishnah said he let to hold the Mizrach which was empty which is in the bottom and therefore you can have a Chatzitza of a Mizrach you see that Min Baminai is not a Chatzitza but Zat that's not a Raya because Loi that's not Pshana Mishnah the Pshana Mishnah is as we explained it Ira Mizrach Mali will take Mizrach Rekon you take the blood that's now in the full cup which has the dominant part and the dominant star and you actually pour it once again all the blood into the empty kli actually we said that at the beginning in the ratio we said you actually take the dominant part and you pour it into the dominant star and you mix it together and that the Gemara says the reason why we mix it again is in order to make sure that the dominant part and the dominant star are mixed extremely well together and in this way when the Klingon goes and does matanis on every single time he does matano, he's taking some of the Dhamma par and some of the Dhamma sar at one shot. And the Gemara continues with another raya. Tashma, I'll bring you a raya. There's a din that is standing on a kli or on the foot of your friend that the din is that that avoider is going to be possible. Now we know the Pasuk says you have to stand and do the avoider in the base of Not only do you have to stand, you actually have to stand directly on the floor of the base of and you can't have a chatzitza between your feet and the floor of the base of So there's no question that standing on a kli, that's Sure, chatzitza, because that's min minoy, and of course that's a chatzitza. But we see that the Brisa says that even if you're standing on the foot of your friend, it's still going to be possible. So l'chayr, it's muhach that min minoy is a chatzitza. The Gemara answers shani regularly matzim vatlei enechanami. Generally, we might say that min minoy enechaitzis, but over here there's another problem because you're standing on your friend's foot, and like the Gemara says, the loy matzim vatlei, I can't be mavatel something that doesn't belong to me. It's not really mine to be mavatel. So now that seems to be pashup shani the Gemara. But Rashi says, 
that the problem over here is not in my intent, but it has to do with my friend. And the issue is that my friend, he may not have his foot there in the entire time of the Avodah. He may decide to move away. And therefore, you can't say that that's bitter. And the Meiri actually answers and says, even if your friend says, I will be mevatel my foot here, and I'll leave it here the entire time of the Avodah, still a butler died to eat And Ritva points out that even though based on the Lush Gemara and the Tarots, it would seem that if you would be standing on your own foot, then it wouldn't be an issue because Min Minoi is in a but possibly there's still an issue as this isn't the normal way to stand and it's not a kiyum of Lamed Lasharis. And we continue with the Gemara Ikad Ami. Others say, this was the Shiloh of Rani Bachama that he asked from Abchista. Derek Sheyus Bekach or ain't Derek Sheyus Bekach. Lefid this version, there's no question that Min Minoi is definitely not a Chatzisa. When you have two cups together, that's not a problem. The only question is, is it considered Derek Sheyus? Is it considered a normal way to do that by having two cups together? Or is it not considered a normal way to do that And that's why they would be puzzled. Tashman, that we have a brisa. The tons of Rabbi Shmuel, we learned in Yeshiva Rabbi Shmuel, as called Klei Asharis, Asher Yisharis, Umba Bekaidish. The pasuk says that all the Klei Asharis that you could be Misharis in the Kaidish, and we learn out Shnei Kelim Misharis Achas. That even if you use two Kelim together, that's considered good enough to consider Avoda, and it is considered Derech Sheyus Bekach, and therefore it would be Kasha. Roi Minei Roi Bachama Merav Chista. Roi Bachama asked another question of Chista. Hinir Siv B'Teicha Mizrav B'Kibul Ba'Esadam Mau. What would be if someone took a sponge-like leaf and he placed it as a liner into the and then he would make dam on top of that. Would that be a good a Kabbalah or would it not be considered a good Kabbalah? What's the problem? Because, of course, we know that Min Bishen generally is for sure Chatzitza, like the Taisi Shonen points out. But since this leaf is some sort of a porous material and therefore the liquid of the dam will go through the leaf, so the question would be Min Bishen Yemini does it follow a regular din that since it's a Min with another Min which is not the same, therefore it's Chatzitza or Ena Chatzitza? But since it's going through, therefore it wouldn't be Chatzitza. The Gemara explains that. Do you say that since it's porous, therefore it's not a chatzitza, or it's not a difference? It's still considered min b'shein minoy, and therefore it's going to be chatzitza. Amalei Rav Chista responded back to Rabbi Bachom, and he said, "Tanina, it's a mishnah in Masechet Parah." Now over there, we notice it then that you have to have the water of the mayim chayim has to be going directly from a spring into a kli. So the Gemara over there is talking about a similar type of scenario. We had some sort of spongy material that was inside a vessel, and zayla b'hiluk Whatever the point is over there, the point was that we pour off the water until we get to the sponge-like material. However, you see that by pouring off the water, it's still considered Mayim Chayim El Kelly, and there's not a problem of a chatzitza. And L'chari, just like over there, we say that it's not considered chatzitza because it's porous. Here also, it wouldn't be considered chatzitza because it's porous. And that Gemara says, maybe it's different. Shani Maya de Klishi. Over there, we talk about water, and water is a thinner liquid than dam. Or it could be in the Mishnah Para, we don't consider a chatzitza because it's going to flow through nicely. However, Benegea Dam, since it's much thicker, therefore maybe that would be Chatzitza, and therefore we can't bring a riot from the Mishnah and Parah. Ikadami, others explain that Hachi Pashle, that Enichadami, from the Mishnah Parah, he brought him a riot that just like over there, the water was not considered Chatzitza, also over here, Bedam Kasha, Benegea Dam, even though it's a little thicker than the water, it's still a good Pshitas, and it then would be that Dam in something which has some sort of a porous material like, like the sieve, which was going as a liner into the Mizrach of the Dam, and you Makabal Dam, it's still considered a good Kabbalah because it goes through and it's porous. However, the Kaimit puzzle, but the Gaida as 
we know, the Kmitzah has to go into a Kli also, as it can't have a Chatzitza. Rashi says, Shachayim is turning this Kaddish for Kli, Lacha Kmitzah, Vukaneg Kabbal Badam. It's also going to be puzzled over there because that's a Chatzitza. Since flour is thicker, so therefore, of course, even though it's porous, it still will be considered Mimbash Eniminoi, and therefore it's Chatzitza. And even on Kmitzah, it's actually something which at least is thin enough that some of it potentially could fall through these holes and this porous material. But even so, we look at it and we say it's too thick, and therefore, we look at it based on the original din of Mimashayin Aminoi, that generally the din is that it's chaitzitz. And we continue with the Mishnah on Dr. Nunchas Amabez. So at this point, the Kain Gadol already did the Hazois in the Kaidish Kedashim, and he also did the Hazois of the Par and the Sar in the Kaidish, and then he mixed up the blood of the Dama Par and the Dama Sar very well, and now he's standing with one Mizrak of Dam, which was mixed up blood of the Par and of the Sar. So Zok the Mishnah, the Pasuk and Achimai says, The Kain Gadol goes to the Mizbech that's in front of Hashem, and the Mishnah explains Zemizbech Hazav. This is referring to the Mizbech Hazav, which was the courts of Mizbech, which was the small Mizbech that was inside the Kaidish, and that was Lefne Hashem. And the Mishnah explains Hischel Mechat that the Kain Gadol goes and takes the dam and he places dam on each corner of the Mizbech Haprimi, and he did this in a downward motion in order that the dam didn't drip into his sleeve and get him dirty. Now Rashi says the Lashem Mechate means a Lashem Yerida, a Lashem of going down. However, the Taisa Yishanim argues and he says it's a Lashem of Kapara, of a Lashem of purity. So he's going to purify by doing the Avoida of doing Matanis on the Mizbech Haprimi. And the Mishnah continues, from where does he start? And we say, he's that's from the northeast corner. So the northeast corner, let's just visualize this. It was closer to the front of the base of Mikdash and also to the right side. And once he does the matana on the corner of the Mizbeach in the northeast corner, then he would go towards his right side. He would go in a counterclockwise motion and he would go to Sephardim's Marovis. Then he would go to the northwest corner. Then Marovis Dremis, then southwest. And then Dremis Mizrach is then southeast. And the Mishnah now just gives us a fact. Makub Shumasko Bechatas Al Mizbeach the place where he would start when he would go and do the Avedis the matana with his rikais by echatas, which was done on the mizbeach achitza, and the outer mizbeach sham hayugayim on mizbeach aprimi. That's the same place we would end off by doing the avoda on kippa on the mizbeach aprimi on the mizbeach hazav, which was inside the kodesh, and that of course in the southeast according to Tanakama. But Rabbi Lezer argues in the Tanakama and says you didn't actually have to walk around the mizbeach hazav in order to go and do the matanis. All you have to do is stand in your regular spot and you go and be mechate. According to Rashi, it sounds like it means to go in a downward motion. But we'll see in a moment, he actually didn't do a down motion on all of the corners of his back. And therefore, over here, it definitely sounds more like the Tessie Shadim explained that it's going to purify on the Mizbech Chazav. But the point of Rebbe is that since the Mizbech Chazav was very small, it was only an Am by an Amma by two Ammas tall. So the Kayin Gadol was able to stand in the same spot and do all the Matanis without moving at all. And the fear of Rebbe the Gemara explains, on all of the corners, since you're stretching out your hand, and therefore there was no danger that the blood would actually fall into your katanis, into your shirt, and get it dirty. So the Kayin Gadol was able to do those matanis in an upward motion. However, the one that was closest to him, with it, of course, is the northeast corner. That one he would have to do in a downward motion in order that it shouldn't go into his katanis and get him dirty. After the Kayin Gadol went and did all the four matanis on the Mizbech Hazav on all four corners of the Mizbech HaPrimi, he's al Tarish Mizbech Shavu And then he did Hazav on the Tarish Mizbech, which we'll explain what that means in the Gemara. And he did the 
seven times. Now that you finish all your avodas, you did all the hazayis in the kodesh kedoshim, in the kodesh on the mizbech, all the remnants of the blood that was in the mizrak, he would pour into the side which was on the west side of the mizbech achitzayin. Vishom mizbech achitzayin, all of the shiurei dam of any kabbalas that were brought during the year on the mizbech achitzayin, hayishayfechayisayidremi, those were poured on the side which was on the south side. Elu elu. However, both of them, it didn't make a difference on your kippah when it was poured on the side meravi or during the year when it was poured into the side dremi. All of that extra blood will eventually fall out and drip out and be misarvin ba'amah and get mixed up into the canal that ran through the base of mikdash and eventually make their way out into the nachal kidron and then they were sold by hegdish to gardeners in order to use for fertilizer and if you don't pay for them and you use them without paying hegdish then there would be a dinam even on this dam that went out to nachal kidron and we continue with our gemara we learned the pasuk says that you'll go out to mizbech it doesn't say v'chipa on mizbech that you'll do kapara on the mizbech so matam why does it say as we know most kabbalas that were done in the base of Middash were brought on the Mizbech HaChitzayin and there were no Hazayis needed. However, there were a few Kabbalas that were brought in the Mizbech HaPrimi on the Mizbech Hazav and also that you had Hazayis that were done towards the Perechus or on the Perechus itself. Those were, of course, the Par Helm Shel the Par Koy Mashiach, which were Paramount and Serafim, as well as the Sar of Yedizar, and then you add, of course, the Par and the Sar of Yom Kippur, and therefore, we should compare them to each other. So that's what Rav Nechemir comes to say, and he says, since we find by the Par Koy Mashiach and by the Par Helm then when you're doing the Azois and you're spraying the seven times towards the Preichas, they actually stands further than Mizbech, which means closer towards the east, and from that far point, he would throw towards Preichas or on the Preichas, at the point that he was actually doing the Azois Adam towards the Preichas, you would think also by the parent of the Sarvian Kippur, you would also stand at a further point, meaning between the Mizbech and the outside of the area of the Kodesh, and that's the point that you would do the Hazafra, then we say over here, after you did the Hazayis, you go out to the Mizbech. And when you're using the word of Vyatza al Mizbech, anytime you're going out, when referring to the Basim English, you're always going towards the east. So, where was the Kain Gadol when he was actually doing the Hazayis towards the Prechus? He must have been between the Mizbech and the Kaidish Gadashim, between the Mizbech and the actual Prechus. And the Kiddush of the Pasuk, when it says Vyatza al Mizbech, is telling us that the actual Hazayis of the Kain Gadol and Kippur for the parents are were actually different than the way the Hazayis of the Pap and the Paralim Dabr Shal were done because the Paralim Meshach and Paralim Dabr Shal the Kayin would stand much further away from the Perechus he would stand between the Mizbech and the opening of the Kaidish and Benigea Yom Kippur the Kayin God would stand between the Mizbech and the actual Perechus and the Gemara continues with the exact same Gemara but going on the Paralim Meshach and the Paralim Dabr Shal because now we know that the Paralim of Yom Kippur the Sar of Yom Kippur of the Kayin God you would stand between the Mizbech and the Perechus so maybe the same thing would apply for the Paralim so Agamara will explain from a different Pasuk that that's not the case. Now the Pasuk over there says, etc. Now since over there it says that he was going and placing the dam on the corners of the Mizbech, which Mizbech was it? The same Mizbech that you did the Keteris Hesam, of course that's the Mizbech Hazav, the Mizbech HaPrimi, so therefore it didn't have to say the words L'Fnei Hashem, so the words L'Fnei Hashem are extra. So Zatimara, Tani Edom, we learned another Brai, so L'Fnei Hashem, this extra word L'Fnei Hashem, Matan Leim, what's it teaching so again, teaches us as we just explained. Also, you would think by also stand between the and the And therefore, we learn out the 
actually with Hashem, but the in Koyin with Hashem, the Koyin is not between the Mizbech and the Koyinish Kedoshim, but HaKetzad, HaYimel Chutzel Mizbech, Umazo, he stands between the Mizbech and the opening of the Koyinish, which is much further east, and that's from the point that he does the Hazar on the Preichas when he deals with the Parahelm of Shiltzivah and the Parahelm of Mashiach, and we will stop over here.